Positivity and good vibes only. It's great. But how do you know that sometimes too much positivity can be a bad thing? This episode of Psych Up is all about toxic positivity and the dangers of good vibes only. Joining the podcast today is provisional psychologist David to provide his insight into this topic. So, David, thank you for joining the podcast today. Absolute pleasure, Montana. Thanks for having me on. So, for the first question, and to get things started, what is the term toxic positivity? So, toxic positivity is generally just being positive to the point where someone is denying that negative emotions are okay or even real sometimes. Positivity in general, great, but it's kind of like sugar. In the right amounts, in the right place, can sweeten a bit of situation, make everything a bit better, but too much is going to leave you feeling sick. Toxic positivity can take the form of being insensitively cheery, like you're showing someone that a car ran over your foot and they say it's fine because you're wearing black shoes anyway. Trying to find the positive in every situation can come off as callous if you aren't the person in the situation. People can internalise toxic positivity as well, never letting themselves feel the full extent of their emotions. This basically never ends well, with things going unacknowledged to the point where it will take a much bigger bite out of you than if you had looked at it on from the front. Amazing. And for my next question, what are the signs of toxic positivity? So there's a few things to look out for. If you're talking to someone who never accepts that things are as bad as they really are, who asks you how you're going but never wants to hear when things are bad, or who thinks positive thinking is the answer to every single problem that can come up, that might be moving into toxic positivity territory. It can be tricky to notice toxic positivity at first because the language people use when being toxically positive is just that, it's positive. Sentences like, look on the bright side, or I'm not sure it's that bad, seem optimistic and supportive on one level, but they can make people feel alone, or like they aren't allowed to feel bad about something. This can stop them feeling what they're going through as being respected, and after a little while, they might stop trusting the toxically positive person, or even worse, stop trusting themselves. Interesting. And now, what are the consequences and the impact of toxic positivity on our mental health. It can be really frustrating and isolating to have someone minimize what you're feeling with lines like, it can't be that bad. When we feel bad already, feeling isolated can make things much worse. A lot of the time, all we want when we feel bad is to feel understood. When you tell someone that things will get better, so you shouldn't feel bad now, part of what you're really saying is that you can't understand what they're going through. Even worse, it might say that you're choosing not to understand. This can be really hurtful and make people way less likely to reach out in future. The very worst type of toxic positivity, though, is shaming people for feeling bad. Telling people they shouldn't feel sad or angry can leave them ashamed of their negative feelings and less likely to share them, which will only make the feelings get stronger and hang around longer. A bunch of work in therapy is just accepting what you're feeling so that you can move forward. And would toxic positivity be considered gaslighting? If we take the classical definition of gaslighting, so, I mean, it's a word that gets thrown around a lot, uh, but sort of traditionally meant sort of manipulating someone into doubting their own judgment or sanity, toxic positivity totally can be. 
It can, if taken to extremes, be a tool used by someone to minimize the perception of their own bad behavior. So this can come up in workplaces or even situations at home or with friends. If you're concerned about emotional abuse that could be part of this, reach out to like a family violence hotline or other professionals to talk about it. And for my last question today, how do we avoid toxic positivity in ourselves or deal with it in others? Yeah, so the worst thing about it is that it can happen without us even noticing. Uh, it can happen from other people or it can be within ourselves without us really being aware. Every time we tell ourselves that we should just get over stuff or we feel that we want to hide our feelings, we might be reacting to toxic positivity ideas like it's bad to feel bad. This is just wrong. Literally every person feels bad at some point. It would be terrifying to make someone who feels fine and positive about everything that happens. We need to be open and accepting of negative feelings in ourselves and others. Feeling bad now doesn't mean it'll never stop, and accepting the reality of what we're feeling makes it easier to handle. Accepting something doesn't mean we think it's good, it just means that it's there. Meeting someone halfway and acknowledging that it's understandable to feel what they're feeling when things are bad or hard is going to build a stronger connection between you and show that each of you is respectful enough to deal with negative feelings without adding layers of fear or shame on top of them. So yeah, in summary, feeling sad isn't a weakness, feeling low or upset isn't a moral failing, and saying good vibes only has the worst vibes possible. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Psych Up. Thank you, David, for giving a psychologist's perspective into toxic positivity. We hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to stay tuned for more psychology tips and tricks. See you next time.